Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Part-Time Entrepreneur's Playbook. And today we're talking about how you can get rid of your bad debt fast. Over the last four years, I've been researching and training myself in the many ways of making money online while still maintaining my nine to five. This year, I'll be putting that training into action and building my first online business from scratch. Come along and join me on my journey to a six-figure part-time business. My name is Sam Norris, and this is the Part-Time Entrepreneur's Playbook. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Um, Today, I want to talk to you about something that is really, really, really close to my heart, and that is debt. Now, um, not only is it close to my heart because I have it, it's close to my heart because I sell it. Uh, my, uh, for those of you who don't know, my day-to-day job is actually as a mortgage advisor stroke property finance um, broker. So I help clients raise debt effectively. Uh, but that's not really what I want to, what I want to go into today. I, what I want to go into, go into today is bad debt. That's credit card debt. That's loans. That's you know mortgages on your own property. Anything with an interest rate that you're paying and you're having to pay back more than you originally took out in the first place. That could even be car finance a lot of the time as well. Um, a lot of these car finance companies put on a lot of hidden charges to make sure that it is actually quite a lot that you have to pay back. Now, um, I got into, well, I started on my debt journey, if you like, when I went to university. Um, and I have to, I have to admit, um, like many of you, um, I went um, out on lots of spending, spree- spending sprees as soon as I, was, I had access to cash, as soon as I had access to money in any way, shape or form. Now, I was quite fortunate that my parents actually kind of put me through um, university or college, as it would be in the US, um, to, to a degree. They paid for my student fees um, and accommodation, but I had to find my own money, basically, to, to keep myself going month to month. So... What I actually did was I took out a student loan behind my parents' back. Um, I also got a student um, current account with a £2,000 overdraft. Um, And so I had access to lots of money that were basically it wasn't money. It wasn't real money. You know, when, when, you're, when you have a credit card, when you have an overdraft, when you have a loan, this is not real money. This is not money... Um, that you um, can use and then forget about afterwards. If you earn a living and at the end of the month you get paid a salary um, and you use £100 of that salary to buy yourself, um, you know, a nice new suit or a nice new pair of shoes, um, that is your money. That You know, you can use that. You can do whatever you want with it. I wouldn't necessarily go out and buy myself new suits, new pairs of shoes, but we'll come on to that another time. Um, But when you, when you take out debt, that is not your money. You're borrowing that and you have to give it back. And not only do you have to give it back, you've got to give it back with interest. And that's the, the purpose of today. Now, I, like I said, it all started for me when I went to university. Um, I, when I came out of university, I got, a, um, got into a relationship where um, I effectively felt like I had to keep up with the Joneses. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that actually means, it is a phrase that we have in the UK where um, it just means, you know, you're constantly having to to have the newest, latest thing to show um, show the world that you're doing well. You know, we had to have a really great car. We actually we bought a brand new um, Mini Cooper convertible, um, which we just didn't need. Absolutely did not need. We bought a flat um, that we that we could have we could have probably bought something a lot a lot smaller. Um, I was maxing my credit cards out left, right, and centre, keeping. Um, my then girlfriend in the lifestyle that she had become accustomed to, but also allowing us to just go out all the time, eat out all the time so that we could show the world 
that we um, that we were having a a great and luxurious lifestyle when realistically all that was happening was I was accumulating debt that was accumulating interest that was putting me in a worse and worse financial state. And as I've mentioned on previous podcasts, I got to a stage where the two of us actually split up and I suddenly had this overwhelming um, feeling of, oh my God, I am in so much debt. It's almost crippling. Um, I never... You know, I did get to the point where I was looking at my sort of financial statements and everything and thinking to myself, crap, you know, what am I, how am I going to pay these each month? We're not talking huge amounts, you know, it's probably about 20, 20 grand's worth of credit card debt. Um, and I kind of just thought, you know, how, how am I going to do this? How am I going to, um, going to continue to pay this off? And we're talking quite high interest rates as well, 20, 25, 30% sometimes, um, which is a huge amount of money each year to be paying just in interest to for the for the privilege of you know a meal out every couple of nights um with a girlfriend or boyfriend or friends or family or whatever so um i had that had that realization it's really taken me you know the better part of four years to understand you know how to to get rid of that so the point of this podcast really is is you know how do you get rid of that debt what um how do you get out of the situation that you're in and there's a few kind of points um, or like a checklist that I've come up with that will allow you if you're in debt to hopefully get rid of it sooner rather than later. Now point number one is never pay the minimum payment. Um, I learned this very very early on when um, I obviously in my day job I use mortgage calculators all the time and you know you can move the um, the number of years on the term up and down um, and it will say you know different amounts that you need to pay in each month and I suddenly had this epiphany that it was probably exactly the same when it came to credit card debt um, effectively the longer the, the the time it takes you to pay off a debt the more interest you um, accumulate and the more ultimately you need to pay back in order to pay off the debt in its entirety so um, I I sort of came up with a, a new strategy whereby I thought right okay last month I paid all my bills I didn't use my credit cards at all so I had f- I've had four credit cards and I looked at each and every one of them and I thought to myself I could afford that payment. However, they're all on minimum payments. And so next month, they're actually going to go down slightly. And I thought, well, no. What I'll do is I will um, keep those payments the same as what, they, what I paid last month and to, sort of to pay this month. And I worked out that it saved cumulatively about five or six years of payment across all of it all of my credit cards just to do that. Now, in a moment, I'll come on to why I've actually changed that strategy slightly. But if you, the first thing I would do is have a look at how much you've actually been paying for the last six months in terms of each payment. And you'll notice a subtle decrease each month, Some, sometimes not, not so subtle. Um, but whatever the last month you got to where you could afford to pay your credit cards and didn't actually use them again, you know, you know that that total amount so say, I don't know, it was £200 on one, £200 on another, and £600 on another, you know that you paid £1,000 in credit card um, payments that month. So you can afford to pay £1,000 every single month. Now, point two of that is actually to delve a little bit deeper and to work out how much you actually, um, how much your interest rates are um, on each of your cards. Because a lot of people say, pay off your smallest debt first, because you'll get this kind of amazing euphoric moment when you pay off your first debt um, and that's great you know pay up you know paying off paying off a debt is is a magnificent feeling I can absolutely vouch for that however 
it's not the cleverest way of going about it and it's not the way in which you will actually pay off um, your your debt the quickest and it's not the way that you will um, you'll pay the least amount of interest what you want to do is call all of your credit card companies and find out exactly what your interest rate is okay um, now stay on stay on the line um, put that on that call on hold for a minute because we're going to come back to that in a sec but um, for this point map out exactly which um, of which uh, card or which loan or which outstanding balance is costing you the most in terms of interest rate. That is your priority, okay? So that goes to the top of the list. Um, you, you've, you, you're paying out a thousand pound as per the original example. So what you wanna do is pay the minimum payment um, on the other two. Um, so we've got three in this example. Pay the minimum payment on the, on the other two and whatever's left over, you pay onto that, the card with the most amount every single month because that will compound and compound and it, you will pay that debt off so much sooner than you can ever, ever dream of. Now, there is an app you can use to, that, can, that will give you the exact strategy and I'll try and put a link to that app in the show notes below so that you can check it out. But basically, it's a, it's a debt repayment calculator and it's absolutely phenomenal. I, I've got an iPhone, so I know it's, you can use it on iPhone. I'm not sure if it's one for Android, but there definitely will be something similar that you can download. And effectively, what you do is you put each debt, the outstanding balance, each um, uh, what the minimum payment is in, what the interest rate is, and then what, how much you can pay to in total per month, and it will automatically work out this, this second point for you, which one you should be focusing your attention on. Um, and it will even show you month on month how that changes, what, which one that you then, you then move on to, um, what's number two, what's number three, and all that kind of stuff. So once you've done that, you can, you can work out your strategy for paying it off, and it will show you in years or months, hopefully months, um, how, how long it's actually gonna take you to, to pay it off. Now. Of course, any extra money that you can find to um, to add to that pot to pay it off quicker, do so. Um, maybe we'll do that on another podcast. We'll go through some some other ideas on on how to make some extra little bits of money um, to do that. So we'll follow that up on another podcast. But point number three, we're going to go back to that phone call that we've had with the um, we're on the on the line to Barclay Card or um, Santander or Capital One or whoever your your your, um, your credit cards are with. And we've already asked them how much their interest, what the interest rate is. Now, there is absolutely nothing stopping you from saying these words to your credit card company. And those words are, is there anything you can do about that? And all that does, bearing in mind, you know, you built a little bit of rapport with this, with this guy or gal um, that's on the other line. A lot of the time they're going to be called and shouted at. You've been absolutely, you know, really pleasant to them. So they're going to want to do something to help you. So all you do is you say, is there anything you can do about that? Now, they may well come back and say, I'm really, really sorry, um, but there isn't, there isn't anything that we can do at the moment. Now, most of the time when I have called up, and bearing in mind, like I said, I've, got, I've now got three credit, three credit cards. So what I do is I call them every three months. Um, so one month I'll call one, the next month I'll call the next, and the next month I'll call the next. So it's in a sort of a quarterly cycle, if you like. So every card gets a call every month, um, every three months, sorry. Um, and they may well turn around and say, there's nothing we can do, unfortunately, this, this, at this point. Um, and, you know, that's, that's fair enough. But you've asked the question, and they might have a certain, a certain offer. So for example, um, I, had, I actually had, um, the last time I called, 
one of my credit card companies, they were able to reduce my interest rate from 19% to 9%. Now, when I worked that out on the calculator, um, by making the payments that I was, that saved me four years um, in interest payments. <laughs> so that's four years less it would take to, uh, to pay off, which means it's pretty much gonna get paid off very, very, very soon, actually, which is great news. Um, sometimes they won't, sometimes they will. Sometimes, um, and I've had this as well, they'll say, we can't lower your interest rate at the moment. However, what we can do is as you're a long-standing customer of ours and you've made all your payments on time and we don't want to lose your business because that's maybe why you're calling to you know to suss us out um we'll we will freeze your your um uh your interest for, for one month for two months or maybe even three months sometimes and all that means is they'll still make you pay the minimum payment but what it means is you won't that minimum payment won't include any interest so for three months you won't have any interest added onto your account and that will help you pay it off so much sooner. So ask the question, is there anything you can do about that when you ask about your interest rate? Now, the next little bit on the phone call, I would say is a strategy to only use if you really, really are 100% certain you will not be spending on your credit cards. I mean, that goes without saying, do not spend on your credit cards anymore. Um, but the other question you can ask them is, what is my credit limit? So say you have a credit limit of £5,000 and you're using, let's say, £4,500 of it, you, your utilisation of credit is extremely high. Um, so it's going to be probably going to be quite difficult for you to transfer that balance onto a 0% credit card. A lot of people worry um, and they think, well, I just need to get my, my credit card balance down to a, a low percentage and then I can transfer onto a 0% card. And that is certainly exactly what I recommend doing. You know, constantly review. Um, you can go on um, things like, um, I'm trying to remember what it's called, I think it's Credit Club. Um, if you type in Credit Club into Google, you should be able to find it, which will constantly show you, you know, how eligible potentially you are for some of these 0% deals. As soon as you can get onto a 0% deal, just do it because every, every penny you pay onto it then is actually paying down the balance rather than paying interest. Um, but the another way, another more advanced way of getting your utilization of credit down is of course, having a higher credit limit. If your credit limit on your um, on your 5,000, on your credit card is 5,000 pounds and they, they increase it to 10,000, your utilization of credit has gone down dramatically and waiting a couple of months after that, you will, um, you'll see on your credit file a massive improvement and the chances of someone else accepting you for credit is gonna go up wildly from there. So that's only to, to be used if you are, you know, if you're an advanced, uh, if you feel, uh, it's an advanced strategy, only do it if you feel that you really are um, not gonna go out and then spend all that money. I know if I, if I went back in time to when I was at university, that money would be gone in a week. So, um, so make sure that you do that. So um, that's kind of a little strategy that you can use um, to, to get, um, get your debt paid off much, much quicker than it would have done ordinarily. Now, of course, um, one of the things we mentioned there was obviously getting onto 0% cards. I would probably suggest getting your utilization of credit down below 65% before you start looking. There's nothing to stop you looking, just don't apply for anything really before that because you're, unless it, it pretty much says you're pre-accepted um, for a card. So, um, so that's, you know, that, that's what I would recommend. Get it to below 65%. Now, obviously the best way of checking all of these things is to, um, is to keep on top of them regularly. Um, I check all of my accounts 
daily just to be on the safe side. It's become a bit of a habit. When I get up in the morning, I spend five minutes just quickly going through all of them. Sometimes I do it when I'm at my desk at work and I just, I make it, I actually make a note in my spreadsheet of any changes that have happened um, or, um, or any, any sort of anything that's, that's strange, I can give them a call and just find out what that is. Um, but I but do that across all of your, all of your, um, your accounts, whether that be your savings account, your credit, credit card accounts, your loans, everything, uh, your current account, whatever it is. Um, I think it's a really good um, strategy in terms of something, a good habit to get in, um, get into the habit of doing. Um, so that's pretty much it for today. Um, I hope you found that interesting. Look, I know that there's a million and one different methods of getting rid of debt. Um, this one is just purely the one that I has, is working for me. I've tried lots of different ways. I've tried the one where you get rid of your smallest one first. Um, I just got kind of bored with the fact that I still had this one large one outstanding. I was getting a bit annoyed that my repayments were so high on it. Um, this one's the one that worked for me. I know how much every single month that I'm paying is exactly the same, no matter what happens to my outstanding balances. I feel fully in control and I haven't missed a payment in a very, very, very long time. Um, so I, I would thoroughly recommend um, following this particular strategy. Um, so if you have any questions on this, please do get in touch with me. The best way of getting in touch with me is on Instagram. Um, you can find me at the Sam Norris. So that's at the Sam Norris. Send me a direct message and I will be more than happy to chat through anything uh, that you, you, any ideas or any questions you have with regards to getting rid of debt. Um, it's certainly something, like I said, that's very, very close to my heart. And, I, and I, I thoroughly believe that anyone that's on the journey to financial freedom needs to start with getting rid of their debt. Um, it's vitally, vitally important to get get rid of your debt um, as soon as you possibly can. Now, um, on my next episode, I'm actually going to go into the a really big question, which is um, paying off debt versus investing. Um, so I'm going to go into, into, into that, obviously, in more detail on the, on the next episode. Um, but just to, just to reiterate again, you know, paying off debt is so, so important. Not having the burden, it frees up money um, each month that you're not paying on, on bills, um, brings down your financial freedom figure, you know, how much you need to cover each month in order to be financially free. It lowers the amount of money that you would need in an emergency pot. Um, I recommend, you know, three month emergency pot as a first point of port of call. Um, so it lowers the amount you actually need for that um, and it lowers um, the amount that you would need to have invested um, in order to maintain your lifestyle because you're not paying you know, hundreds if not thousands of pounds per month on debt. So um, definitely, definitely, definitely worth doing that. And don't forget as well that I've, I've been predominantly talking about credit cards today, but this does work as well when it comes to loans and also especially mortgages. Now, a mortgage is usually the interest rate is so, so low on those that it's actually you know worth concentrating on other debt over, over a mortgage and sometimes it's worth concentrating on investments over mortgages um, but certainly I think you know everyone's goal should be to be um, mortgage free on their um, on their main residence because I truly truly believe that it's your biggest liability um, I should put in as a, as a sort of caveat on this I'm not giving any financial advice here these are just my opinions these are just my ideas um, I'm not actually physically giving you any financial advice here I'm just suggesting um, what I would do so um, that's it for today uh, join me on the next podcast where I will be talking about um, 
debt versus uh, investing. Hope you find that all interesting. As I said, hit me up on Instagram at the Sam Norris. And if you are inclined, please do leave a review. A five-star review would be absolutely lovely um, uh, on the on this podcast uh, because when you do, it tells iTunes or uh, Spotify or whoever you're listening this to this through that you've liked this and people are liking it and they will share my message with a lot more people, which obviously will be great for me. So thanks very much for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening along, everyone. Please do hit the subscribe button below to be notified of all future podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please do feel free to write me a five-star review. Thanks very much. Catch you on the next one.